Welcome to Real Film Review, the show that delivers short spoiler-free reviews of films, TV shows, and limited series, followed by a deep dive discussion. Brought to you by your host, Chris Cheney. Here is Real Film Reviewed. Welcome back, everyone. This episode, Real Film Reviewed Kaleidoscope, Netflix's new unique heist limited series. Let's get into the spoiler-free review. Spanning 24 years, Kaleidoscope centers around the largest heists ever attempted and the vengeance, scheming, loyalties, and betrayals that surround it. Looking at the stories, the show is loosely inspired by the real-life story of $70 billion in bonds going missing in downtown Manhattan during Hurricane Sandy in 2012. The most unique thing about this series is that it is advertised that viewers can view the episodes of the show in any order and it will change the viewing experience but still produce the same outcome. It's what they call non-linear. You can watch any something in any order and the entire story will still make sense. I will get into the order I watched the episode in in the post-viewing discussion. The crew is made up of interesting characters and their leader, Leo Papp, appears to have a personal grudge against the target. Each episode gives a different piece of the overall story, and if you're a fan of heist films, you know that there are bound to be some twists and some surprises along the way. And it was pretty fun uh, watching the episodes out of order. Each one is labeled as a different color and features that color at the end of each episode, indicating which one you had just watched. I recommend randomizing the order as you watch them. Looking at the cast... Giancarlo Esposito plays Leo Papp, the older leader and organizer of the heist. I loved him as Augustus Fring in Breaking Bad, so it was great to see him in this kind of a role. Not really, I don't want to say again, but it was similar to how he was at the helm in Breaking Bad. Rufus Sewell plays Roger Salas, the target of the group and the victim of the heist. Rufus appears to be showing his age a bit from the films that he was in, such as A Knight's Tale and The Holiday. Paz Vega plays Ava Mercer, who was one of the badasses of the film. At first, I thought she was Penelope Cruz for a second, but I uh, realized quickly that it was Paz from Spanglish, and uh, she's one of my favorites. Rosalind Elbay plays Judy Goodwin, the... Serpent is what we'll call her. Almost as deadly as her beauty, Judy provides a wonderful spin to this group of thieves. Real view rating. At a mix for the first time. I gave it an 8 out of 10. 6 out of 10 overall. If you strip away the fact that you can watch these episodes in any order, the overall story is kind of that of a basic heist story. There's a little twist in there and, you know, there's kind of some repercussions and things like that, but Overall, I think that there have been heist stories and films and shows that have come out that have been better than this one was overall. But I did really enjoy the nonlinear twist. That was a lot of fun. Overall, I gave it kind of a kind of 8 out of 10 with the two points for creativity. But as a series itself, just start to finish 6 out of 10. The series had a lot of basic plotline, but in each episode, it dove further into the characters and truly helped make up the body of the series. I was a little afraid of how the story would come together with watching the episodes out of order, but it proved to be a unique experience that they did pull off well. The storyline, as I mentioned, was a bit simple in terms of the main plot, while the individual plots seemed to be more intricate and interesting. Kaleidoscope was released in 2023. It was created by Eric Garcia. Starring Giancarlo Esposito, Rufus Sewell, Paz Vega, 
Rosalind Elbe, Jai Courtney, Tati Gabrielle, and Peter Mark Kendall. It is an eight episode long series and is about 45 minutes each episode. It is rated TVMA and can be viewed on Netflix. All right, here is the spoiler alert warning. Those new to real film reviewed after this point, I will discuss this review further, potentially and likely revealing spoilers. Thank you for listening to the spoiler free review. I'll be back after a word about my sponsors. Welcome back, everyone. Let's dive into the Real View Hollywood comparison. The Real View rating was 6 to 8 out of 10 stars. Collective audience opinion was 6.8 out of 10. Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 48%. Yeah, I'd have to agree. I don't think it was as bad as 48%. I don't think it was a rotten tomato. But as I mentioned, if you take away the uniqueness of watching the episodes out of order, the overall story was fairly basic, but it was decent. I will agree with the audience and the critics that um, I gave it eight stars because as I mentioned, it was unique and thinking about how the filming of this must have been, I cannot ignore the creativity of the series. Had this been just a straight watch from beginning to end, it probably would not have impacted me the same way. I won't recap the entire series in detail as usual. And with this series, it really kind of is just calling out the facts because each one of us can view this show differently depending on the order that you watched it in. I wanted to challenge the shows watching the episodes out of order, so I used a wheel spinner on my phone to choose the next episode after each one that we watched. This ensured that our viewing experience was not just out of the arranged order, but it also was completely randomized. So it worked pretty well, and we got a back and forth kind of a viewing experience. We watched the white episode, I believe, second to last or third to last so that we knew, so we already knew how the heist ended. And any episode that we watched after that just sort of showed us what led up to that point. The original design has white as the last episode, which is the one that covers the heist and the betrayal. The hardest part of watching this was that some people died, and when we watched the next episode, they were alive again, which was interesting, but different. Let's get into the recap of the facts. Leo Papp watched his wife die in a fire due to his former thieving partner, Roger Salas, leaving and watching her die, basically. Afterward, he sent his young daughter away to live with Ava Mercer to learn and to be cared for while he worked on his revenge plan, but also to mourn his wife. He plans the heist, he builds the crew, but he also gets his daughter involved who works at Solace's security firm. Roger Solace and his security company are entrusted with the fortunes of three society members that are referred to as the triplets, even though they're not related. As the heist goes off with a few problems, the biggest one comes at the end when it is revealed that most of the bonds had been replaced with construction paper. It was Rosalind who allowed the heist to go as planned, but turned around and stole the bonds back and gave them to the triplets. This bypassed her boss, Solace, moving herself to the front of the line of the triplets trust and also screwing her father over for leaving her when she was young. My favorite scene of the series was after she tells her father what she had done and why she steps out into the light and the image that we see of her throwing her head back and as the wind blows it's kind of like blowing her hair back and it's it's very anime like i loved it it looked like it was an image directly out of a graphic novel or a manga or manja or whatever is what they call them those uh the anime comics and we know that she does speak to her father again afterward when her baby is born because even though this is the white episode and it's supposed to be the last one we've already 
seen, no matter what episode order you watch them in, we've already seen that her baby is born and she FaceTimes him after everything's happened. So we do know that there's that that happy ending as well, too. Well, I don't want to say about happy ending, but, you know, we do know that they speak again. Breaking down the real view, there was not much I didn't like about the series, honestly. It was unique and it was well executed, but as I've mentioned, had there not been this unique component, I don't know if the viewing experience would have been the same, and I believe the main storyline itself had some issues. The fact part is what I struggled with. Rosalind gave the bonds back to the triplets after the heist so that they could file a claim for the loss and essentially double their profits. We see that the bonds are being taken to an offshore account, but thanks to my girlfriend, who is a former bank teller, that wouldn't work. The bonds would have been marked and they would have not been able to cash in the bonds at any time after they were reported stolen. And I think she mentioned something about them only being able to be redeemed in the United States because they were U.S. bonds. So that made a lot of sense. I was like, OK, yeah, that does that does create a plot hole. And this was kind of the main point of the ending. So to have this kind of a hole was interesting. They hinted that the bonds were being moved to those offshore accounts, as I mentioned, but that still doesn't resolve the issue of them being able to collect the funds from stolen bonds. All right, let's get into some did you know facts. As we have discussed, the series is non-linear, which means that no matter what order the episodes are watched, the entire story still makes sense. A group of butterflies is called a kaleidoscope. Each episode features a butterfly or makes a mention of them. Now, this fact is interesting. According to the creators, due to the nonlinear storytelling structure, the show can be watched in any order with only one rule, that the episode White has to be watched last as the season finale. I did not know that when we watched this series, and I'll say it still did not impact the overall story. I don't know why they said that the white episode had to be viewed last, but this was nothing that I heard in the preview or read in the description. We didn't know to do this, so we didn't do that. The site of the heist, or where the vault, is identified in the series as 505 Wall Street, but the building that was used for filming is actually 28 Liberty Street, formerly the Chase Manhattan Plaza in Lower Manhattan, two blocks from Wall Street. Ironically, the building across the street from 28 Liberty is the Federal Reserve Bank of New York, and it appears in the background of many of the scenes, which houses the single largest gold vault in the world, though not the target of their heist. A few of the main characters' names are Pelindromes, Bob, Salas, Ray and Leo was his first name, but his last name, Pap, Ava, Nazan, and Hannah. That is all I have for you, everyone. As always, please find me on Twitter at RealFilmPKC and let me know what you thought of the show. And if you watch the show after listening to the review, please let me know what you thought. Thanks for listening, everyone. I'll catch you next time. Thanks for listening to Real Film Reviewed. Before I go, show some love for your favorite podcast by leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you like to listen. Check out the Real Film Reviewed website, real-film-reviewed.productions to stay up to date on episode releases, podcast updates, episode transcriptions, and more. Follow Real Film Reviewed on Twitter at RealFilmPKC. Check out the online store, Real Merch, to pick up some gear to represent. Happy watching, everyone. Look for Real Film Reviewed on Newsly. Newsly is an all-in-one audio super app for iOS and Android. 
It picks up the most trending articles on the web on topics you choose at any given moment and reads them to you in a natural human voice. For the first time ever, the entire web becomes listenable, all in one place. Browse articles from topics you choose and start playing. Stop scrolling, start listening. You can follow any topic as specific as you like, from sports, tech, business, science, Bitcoin, or even the Kardashians. It will find you the latest articles and read them to you aloud. And they have podcasts. Explore trending podcasts from over 80 countries. Real Film Reviewed is there too. They even have digital radio. Download and use Newsly for free now from www.newsly.me or from the link in the show notes. And use promo code REALF, R-E-E-L-F, to receive a one-month free premium subscription.